Hello, my name is Joshua Lin. I'm a fourth year medical student, going to be heading to Emory University for diagnostic radiology. In our last episode, we talked a little bit about uh, components of DNA and RNA, and then we got way too deep into uh, the DNA replication. Well, I wanted to talk about why DNA replication happens and what sort of gets that started. And that all has to do with cell division, specifically cell phases, okay? Let's get into it. There are, you could, there's five phases of the cell, right? There's G0, there's G1, there's S phase, there's G2 phase, and then M phase, also known as mitosis, which is when the cell actually um, like splits the DNA, the chromosomes, right? Chromosomes are diploids. They're dual copies of DNA structures, right? And then the DNA is made up of uh, this double helix uh, in a five to three prime uh, direction, okay? So that's DNA. So let's go back, okay? There's G0 phase, which is the cell is not dividing. It is just functioning as it should. Cells that stay in G0 phase, some cells can jump out of G0 phase and go into the replication phase and all these other phases. But there's some cells that once they enter G0, they never come out of it. These are permanent cells. This is the way you should be thinking about this. Not every cell is going to enter the rest of these phases. Some are going to stay, and you have to be able to identify those. Skeletal muscle, right? Skeletal muscle. These are, these are made up of cells. Skeletal muscle is permanent. If you take out somebody's bicep, it'll never regrow. It'll never come back. When you take a biopsy from somebody, you are removing cells that are permanent cells. These don't come back, right? So that's the way you should be thinking about these neurons, right? Neurons. These cells do not, um, they will not, uh, once you have brain damage, you know, a lobotomy, it's not like they're going to come back. These are, these are big things. This is what we consider. So being able to know which cells can come back, like the cells of your intestinal lining, allows us to make informed decisions about the kinds of things that we can, you know, intervene with uh, and have expected outcomes. So anyway, so let's get into it, okay? So G0 phase, this cell is chilling. It's not asleep. It's still performing its functions, but it's not going to grow in size, right? It's not going to replicate its DNA um, for uh, mitosis. Um, so th these, these cells just hang out. They provide their function and do their thing, but they, they won't do any of those other functions. Let's say that cell, though, let's say somehow uh, it goes from G0 and it says, no, 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 I, I, it's time for me to divide. I, there needs to be two of us, no longer one. Well, you're going to enter the G1 phase now. So this is actually a really key concept. Big cells, big immature cells, right? Immature cells are large. Why are they large? Well, that's because they plan on dividing, right? When the cell divides, it'll split that volume in half between two cells. So G1 phase, it's getting ready. It is making proteins. It is getting proteins ready um, and it is growing in size so that when it replicates its DNA in the next phase, S phase, replication happens in the S phase, replication in the DNA happens in the S phase, right? It'll have all the, the you know, DNA polymerase, everything that it needs to replicate that DNA, good and ready. So that so G1, you're making proteins, you're getting bigger, um, you're growing your cytosol um, in in preparation for S phase. Okay, so 
once you move to S phase, you're going to replicate your DNA, right? We talked about replication in the previous episode. You've had these things called cyclin-dependent proteins. They control the cell cycle, say, cyclin-dependent proteins said in G1 phase, they said, yep, we got enough machinery now. Let's start S phase and moves it into S phase where replication of DNA happens. So you're replicating your DNA and then another cyclin dependent uh, protein says, okay, we've replicated our DNA. It's now to move into G2. G2 is going to be making a ton of different proteins that will help pull the cell apart. It'll help bring the chromosomes together so that it can undergo, you know, you probably learned about these. I'm just going to list them. Prophase, prometaphase, metaphase, anaphase, telophase, cytokinesis, and then it pulls apart, right? But the key for all of that are the cytoskeletal elements. Those are the things we talked about in episode two, right? So in G2, we need all those cytoskeletal elements. So the majority of things that are made in G2, those are going to be your cytoskeletal elements, right? And maybe some other uh, some other proteins, but for the most part, cytoskeletal elements on on exam day that's happening in G two. Replication is happening in S phase, and then growing and making of proteins for replication happens in G one. Okay, so now you're in G two phase, right? And it's like, okay, we made all our cytoskeletal elements. Now let's get things going. Let's split. Let's split up. We don't want to be in a relationship anymore. We've got our two houses. It's time to move the kids. So we split them up. Okay. Um, and the kids, you know, we're, we're moving the chromosomes. We're going to split up the chromosomes. So my M phase, mitosis, right? You go prophase, prometaphase, metaphase, anaphase, telophase, and then cytokinesis. You split things apart. We'll get into the specifics of that later on, but that's the general idea. So what I want you to take away from this is G1, you grow the cell. S phase, you have replication of DNA. G2, what you're doing is you're making the cytoskeletal elements necessary for mitosis, the next phase, where you'll line up, exchange uh, information between the chromosomes, and then split up, okay? And this is all regulated by cyclin-dependent proteins. Specifically, you have a G1 CDK, right, which tells, you know, hey, we're moving from G0 to G1. Then you have the G1S CDK, right? You're moving yourself from G1 to the S phase. Then you have the S CDK. And this is actually an interesting one. Um, you know, each of these has a different purpose. The S phase CDK, this blocks re-replication. This says, hey, we're done replicating. We've done replication, okay? So this pops you into uh, G2 phase. And then you have the M CDK, right? The M cyclin-dependent protein, right? And then this pops you into MCTK, um, the M phase, I'm sorry. So, you know, this, this is how cells grow. This is how they divide. This is how they move on in their lifestyle. But what about cells who like fail to do one of these things? Let's say there's some sickness in the cell and it keeps them from replicating their DNA, right? Well, something needs to say, hey, like you're sick. Like you should not replicate, bro. Chill out like and die. <laughs> so what those are going to be, that's going to be your APC. This is your, uh, you know, uh, it's it stands for apoptosis. But the general idea is this. This basically, these APC pathways kill off your cyclin-dependent cascade, right? And signals the cell to uh, basically undergo destruction. There's several ways that cells undergo destruction. We'll talk about those later on. But you're, the idea here is like, they're, the, the, what I want you to take away is CDKs push cells through the cell cycle into, so that they can divide. The APC pathway kills that cell. 
It removes those cyclin-dependent uh, proteins and leads it towards cell death or apoptosis, depending. It doesn't necessarily have to be apoptosis. It can go through other, uh, other things that kill them, but apoptosis is normal. So there's another, another important protein that you need to keep in mind, P27, right? This is part of, this can be a part of the APC um, uh, pathway, but P27 blocks cyclin-dependent um, proteins and it, it specifically blocks them at the S phase, right? It blocks DNA replication. And P27 is stimulated by a protein called P53. So what I want you to picture in your head, okay, is APC activates P53, P53 activates P27, and P27 inhibits cyclin-dependent kinase, specifically at the S phase. It blocks re-replication. So I'll repeat that again. This is, a, this is going to be a question, right? The question is basically going to say, describe the pathway. And the pathway is going to be P53 activates P27, and P27 inhibits re-replication, uh, inhibits DNA replication, okay? So that's something to keep in mind. This is, this is high yield for your exams. This, when, when cells are sick, it's important for your body to say, no, bro, it's time for you to go. If cells don't get that signal, they'll go anyways, and then they will make more. This is, this is classic for cancer. This right here, a P27 not working, a P53 not working, an APC not working, this is what causes cancer. This is one of the many causes. That you'll, we'll talk about this later on, but this is the two-hit phenomena where you lose your P27, one other thing happens, now you have unconstrained cell growth and cancer. Okay, so mitogens promote production of your cyclins. This is a, we're now on to another topic. Mitogen, you'll see this word used, I'll, I'll, and I'll, you'll hear it used. Mitogens promote, promote cyclin-dependent um, uh, cascades. And these cyclin-dependent cascades are what push cells from, you know, G-naught, chillin phase into G1 and replicating phase. Replication is good sometimes. You want your, your cells to be able to make more healthy copies of themselves sometimes, right? Like in your, um, like in your um, gut. But sometimes uh, unreplicated, unconstrained um, cell replication is really bad. And that's what causes cancer. So that's the general idea here. That's cell division. That's how... Um, you know, uh, your body gets pushed into saying, yo, uh, please replicate more DNA, which is what we touched on in episode number uh, three. Uh, the next episode, uh, we're going to get into basically, remember how I was talking about mitosis and the chromosome structure and what chromosomes are made up of? Um, and basically, you know, in order to understand mitosis, you have to understand chromosome structure. So I sort of touched on G1, S, all that. I, I briefly went over mitosis. We're going to get to mitosis here in a few um, uh, episodes. But to understand mitosis, we got to understand the superstructure of DNA. And this is called chromatin. We're going to talk about that next. Um, before I go, I want to. I, I keep trying. I sometimes forget. But I, I just want to focus on questions you might get asked here. Questions uh, on exam day regarding cell division are going to ask you about, um, you know, uh, it'll ask you, it'll basically, again, all these things, they're just trying to make you understand the general consensus here. You're going to get shown um, basically um, some sort of, on test day, there's going to be a question asking you to um, identify the most likely phase of a cell. 
um, they'll either tell you the cell, one, and by process of elimination, if they show you neural, neural cells, you should instantly know that they're not going to be in any of these phases. It's going to be most likely in G0 because they do not um, replicate. But so they'll maybe ask you that. That's it. Give me just process of elimination instantly. But what they could do potentially is based off of what they found in this vial, it had, you know, it had duplicated DNA and it was, um, but it hadn't undergone mitosis yet, right? So it wasn't like in, uh, you know, metaphase lining up on the on the midline border or anything like that. And there's a ton, there's a high high concentration of actin and uh, microtubules, right? Um, and a bunch of cytoskeletal elements. Then you should be able to know, oh, this this cell was in G two phase, and it'll ask you to circle G two. That'll be the answer on the exam, and that's the kind of question you're going to see on exam day. Um, with regards to identifying phases for cyclin dependence, you should just know uh, CDKs push cells into this, and you should be able to know like um, basically like and the the name sort of says it G1 CDK is going to push G not to G1 G1 to S CDK is going to push you from G1 into S like that's uh, the basics of this and then again P27 you're going to see this on every exam a million times this is high yield to understand but the general idea is when P27 doesn't work cells over replicate and this is the basis of cancer all right we'll see you in the next episode we're going to be going over chromatin chromosome structure and genome organization the superstructure of DNA